crazy times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good evening and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Well, hello, everyone. Happy Independence Day. How's it going? You're going to get the slow side of me today because I've been up all night, but welcome to the show, episode 164. How the hell are you? I mean, you, you sound energetic. I'm sorry, but this isn't the normal damn tired sound. Oh, I've just been up all night, dude. I was cooking for 4th of July. What, what did you cook? Give us a, a menu. Smoked a pork shoulder. Oh, nice! Yeah, got a little ten-pound butt. I don't know why they call them butts. They call pork shoulders butts. I'm not sure. Why, that is very strange. Be that as it may, I got a ten-pound one. And let me, let me tell you what I did with this bad boy, right? Go for it. I rubbed this bad boy down two nights ago, and it's just been sitting, just ready, just doing its thing, sweating it out, dry brining, and all that stuff. You know, I know how you love the pork, Steve. So. You know, I, I got that part going, but you got to do this, Steve. I don't know if you're aware of this. You have to actually slather it with mustard prior to putting your rub. I on. did not know that. Yeah, it's just an adhesive. It's a bonding agent. Okay. It doesn't it doesn't taste or anything like that. So if anyone was like mustard, it doesn't. You can't taste it. It just makes everything a little bit better. You know what I mean? That sounds wonderful. It's got to sound gross to you though, right? Like you don't. No, it's not gross. Not at all. Not at all. I know that it tastes good. Like when I, you know, yeah, I know it tastes amazing. It's just that all that guilt when you bite into it, huh? Could not deal with that. <laughs> yeah, I have no problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> I'm like one of those, uh, what are those things called on Tomorrow War? I'm like a freaking white spike. That's what I am. I'm oh, just, no. Everything's food. The, everything is food, huh? Everything Anything? is food. Everything. Do you eat? Okay, I didn't know you humans, ate Humans, you know, little little children, which are humans too, just smaller birds. They're like snack-sized humans, you know? This dude will eat anything. And I'll so eat you anything. don't. I think you take a pig's ass if you cook it right. I see that, but I would I, I I would imagine that you do taste the mustard if it was not there. You'd be like something's missing. No, you really can't taste it. Wow, that's amazing. it's just a bonding agent. That's all it is. And then it just cooks off. Same thing. The little known little known fact, probably to you, Steve, is that when you go to In and Out Burger, they slather their buns with mustard before they fry them up. You're about to. I'm about to. Or not their mind. their buns. I'm sorry, their patties. I'm really tired, folks. I'm sorry. I'm probably going to be messing up a lot today. I've never been to In and Out. You've never had like their French fries or anything? Oh, no, no, no. Someone gave me their French fries. Uh, they're like, at least taste the French fries. And they were so trash, I never went again. A lot of people say that, but I kind of like the fries. They're, do they taste like straight up potatoes, Jay? That's, that's what they what are, I, though. Steve. I know, but like, that's if you go I to McDonald's, yes. why don't those th- yeah, but why don't those things break down? Doesn't matter. Yes, it does. If I'm going to <laughs> for fast someone that bo- is very concerned for what you put in your body, I think that it should matter to you why. I'm really not concerned. I was t- telling someone this recently. I was like, he's like, you're very healthy. I'm like, no. If they figured out a way to print meat with all of the stuff that meat comes with, I'd eat it. Tastes just like meat. Chews just like meat. It's just not really. And meat. all the cholesterol that comes with it. Yeah, I'd eat it. So that doesn't make me any better. It doesn't make me any better. It's just, it's just. Uh, a living thing's rights is the only thing. That's it. Other than that, it's not like people swear that I'm healthy. I'm just not. It's just the things that I'm forced to eat happen to be healthy things. Well, that's convenient, right? Um, It is sometimes. I mean, it, it, it is occasionally. Well, no, no, no. I can eat like, I don't like, I'm not a potato chip person. I think the only thing I just love eating that's not good are uh, peanut butter M&Ms and French fries. What about peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Dude, if I'm in the mood for that. Dude, 
How often do you bust? Slot. You know what? I, I'm getting off track of my recipe here, but I'm just curious about something. How often do you eat a peanut butter once jelly a year. sandwich? A PB and J once a year. Yeah, you make once it a, a treat. Year, Jesus yeah. Christ! I'm gonna die so like quick <laughs> compared to you. You're really not. <laughs> let, me, let me explain what I did to this piece of meat. Okay, so like I said, it was it was rubbed and then it was like dry brine for two days. Yeah. Now I take it out as I'm getting the smoker up to temp. Okay, I have a little bit of uh, what did I use yesterday. I used a little bit of hickory. A little bit of apple wood in there, Steve. Get it all nice and smoky. Nice. And then I bring, while that's going on, I put more rub on it just to make sure I got everything I need. Okay. Slap this thing on. Now, here's the deal it's a 10 pound butt. It should take approximately 90 minutes, 60 minutes, no, 90 minutes to two hours per pound. Okay. You can look anywhere. If you're cooking it at like 275 degrees, which is what I did, it should take approximately, you know, Two hours per pound max. So I'm thinking I'm going to have this thing on for probably 15 hours, okay? Mm -hmm. I start this bad boy up at 9 o'clock last night, and then here's the part where I know I'm going to die before you. So it's already beautiful. It looks fantastic. It's all glazed and everything. I've been spritzing it with um, apple cider vinegar, so it can. Actually, it has a good voice, too, because mm. I've just been putting apple cider vinegar all over it and everything, right? Mm -hmm. And then I take it out. I put more. It's called Honey Hog Rub. I won't say the... Uh, the brand name, but it's it's really good. If you want to know, let, I'll hit me up. I'll tell you what it is. But anyway, put that on there. Slather it all over there, and then I go a little bit of brown sugar on the top and butter. Ooh -wee. This is not a healthy meal that I just made, but holy shit, did it come out good? Was it fantastic? Wrap it up in butcher paper. You put it back on, and then you cook it to like two hundred and three. So around like five o'clock this morning, it was done. So what is that? that? What's my maths there? That's that's only like six hours, right? No. Yeah, but you started well. But 9, 10, 11, 12. Let me take off my shoes real quick, Steve. 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. That's like basically it was like nine hours. Eight and a half, nine hours. And you stayed up. You didn't take like a nap? Well, I fell asleep. I was up like trying not to fall asleep. And I made the mistake of putting on friends. And the next thing I know, my. Oh, yeah, that'll put anybody to sleep. Oh, shut up. You've never watched an episode. Stop. I'm just saying, I'm saying this, this. I have. No, you haven't. I my boy is a massive fan, and he he even showed me a, an episode I was supposed to love. Yeah, but you're you though. There's I'm not even gonna get into that. Like, see, I'm not gonna I'm not taking this bait anymore because <laughs> there's certain things with you that I know you just do it because you're Steve, and I believe this is one of them. But I think that you putting going to sleep it makes sense. Is all I'm saying. Well, it does make sense, but I didn't want to because you know you don't want to overcook it. Oh, you didn't have an alarm set. I had an alarm set. I had it all set up and everything. Oh, you're good. But, yeah. But I ended up waking up a little bit late. So I pulled Ooh. it. It's supposed to be at 202. I pulled it at like 206. Still beautiful. beautiful. That, that doesn't make a difference. It, to some, I'm sure it would. To me, it mattered not. I'm sure really to Dave good. Chang, he'd be like, whatever. It was really, really good, dude. But now I'm just stuck with all this pork. And I don't know what to do with it. So, Are you going to yeah. bring it into work? No. Who does that anymore? No one does that A anymore. lot of people do that still, dude. I'm not doing that shit. I hate really? it. Really? Yeah. No one wants to eat your your nasty food from home. You, you wouldn't eat a coworker's been. food from home? Nope. I would not. I've been doing it. I've been practicing that for years. I don't do it. Go into the break room. They'll call all nice and say, hey, go into the break room. There's a, you know, there's like a, uh, I don't know, taco tray, little burritos on it or something or whatever. Somebody brought something. Nope. 
Because there's always that one person. That's true. That goes, You're do right. I want this one? No, they put it down. No, nah, I don't want this Ew, that's true, How about dude. this one? No. And then the people that have to like, instead of just going that one, they literally have to like touch it. How about that you're one? You're right. Nope, you're right. I hate You're people. totally right. They're disgusting. That's gross. Yeah, and your, so. your, your break room refrigerator used to be the one with all the ice cream sandwiches in it. They still have all the, it's usually like, a, sometimes it's like helados, you know, like little Spanish ice creams. Gee, that ice those creams. are not, like popsicles. Do you, do you get Juice those pops. at least? I don't touch any of that shit. Holy crap. I used to go in there and rage all the fridge, dude. Hey, it's still there, man. Stop by. I'm sure they have them. I just, honestly, I, I'm weird. I don't like break rooms and I don't like potlucks. I've never seen you eat at work. Well, there's a reason for it. You <laughs> like do not. You don't eat. I'm saying you don't bring food to work to eat in the break room, do you? Uh, I bring food to eat in my car. That's what I know. Or What's up in the with cafeteria. That? Oh, there's a switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's well, a big room, you know? And I still don't like the cafeteria, but if it's like, you know, it's like 110 outside, I'm not going to the to my car to sit there, run my AC, just to listen to like you know podcast or something. I'm you'll gonna stay just, inside. You'll you'll go into the cafe where everyone can pass you by, like, hey Dan, hey Dan, hey Dan. You're like, oh. Or the worst part, <laughs> I'm terrible too. Like the worst part is when there's someone that you're friendly with, but you're not like cool with, right? And then they sit right next to you. Oh, dude. Has someone done that to you? Yeah, it happens a lot. I don't want to talk to people. Like, I'm the guy, not all the time, of course, but there's just these certain times where I don't want to talk to people. Like, for instance, if I'm grocery shopping and I'm on aisle nine and I look over and Steve's coming out of like aisle four and I'm not in the mood to see Steve, I'm turning into aisle 10. That makes sense. I I can understand that because you're not in the talky talky mood. I will even go as far as to play that shit off like, oh, I didn't see you. I was at a restaurant one time and someone, again, cool, I don't have a lot to say. I hate small talk because it's just going to be like, hey, hey, okay, all right, bye, that's it. So, you know, color be unfriendly, but I actually just pretended I didn't see somebody one time because I didn't, it was, I have a feeling they did the same thing because it was just like, what else are we going to say except hi? Not is it a necessary? I don't think yeah. it is. I will not do that. I will not, um, like, if I see somebody I know yeah. I initiate so that I have the determination of being like, hey, good to see you. Talk to you later. Bye. Like I now I hold the timekeeper. I can walk and be like, hey, John, how are you? Anyway, man, I'll holler at you. Priya. Peace. Done. There is no he controls the timekeeper. I'm standing the time there going, I didn't even get a chance to. Yeah, done. We're finished. Holla. Well, good for you. I just honestly, you know, I don't want people to think that I'm not approachable. It's just that there are certain times where it's like, I'm just not having it. That's all. You walk so it's kind of like a crapshoot. Everyone walk, says that. Everyone says do. I walk fast. It's so weird, though. Like, I try to slow my walking down. Like, I'm walking patients back or something like that. And uh, I, I don't know. It's like these people are, like, walking through mud. I'm, like, trying to slow down. And I still walk really, really fast. You walk but, you know, I'm a busy yeah, man. Fast. I got places to be. You really do. You must. Because I've even seen you in the hallway. I was like, dang, that dude is trying to dip. I have been told that many times that I walk fast. Which is fine. It's fine. I'll take it. Unless how does walking that... is kind of like, you know, hey, you walk fast. Yeah, but at least I'm walking. This is very. And, and how does that work with, does, is Gail a fast walker? No, she so, is the oh, slowest walker. That's an interesting no hand-holding hand thing right there. It is weird. I have to slow my, my pace down. Sometimes we're <laughs> fine. But there are times where it's like, uh, you know what it is? She's like her dad. She's very observant about things. So if we're out somewhere, I don't know. Let's just say Disneyland for the hell of it, Steve. There's lots of stuff to look at around. Of course. I'll, I have to be careful because I will lose her. Or I'll just be walking and I'll have my shoulder, you know, pulled out of socket because she just stopped and she's like staring off at something like that. 
Oh, you have to be. Yes. I know for that's a thing. Um, you have to be, I have to be way more conscious of what's happening when I'm walking and not holding hands. Cause I will walk and be like, wow, that's a dope store. Huh? Bell bell. I'm like, Oh, she saw something. And She's I didn't gone. know she saw that she gone, dude, gone. So from, I'm going to do what you do and be like, just be conscious about where everybody is. It's so much easier though now. Like remember when you were young and you get lost at the store, your life is over. Like you think oh, your shit. Dude. Like my parents are gonna leave me. Oh, dude, <laughs> I'm it's... gonna die in this store because you can't text them. You can't be like, hey, Gail and I used to do a thing before we had phones where we could text. We would just be like, oh, oh, we just do that shit in the store. Is that true? For sure. <laughs> you liar! I swear to God. No, you didn't. Oh, that no, was the most like, ridiculous was, story. I think it was. La, 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 la. We do some shit like that. Not like holy the, crap. Yeah, we did some crazy noise. And it worked. Yeah, hold on. Let me see real quick. I'm kind of curious. Hey, Gail. Come here for a quick, just a quick sec. I just want to see if she remembers what the sound was. Because I don't, but I swear there was a sound. Hey, remember when, before we had phones, and we would, like, be walking around, and we'd get, like, lot separated from each other in a store? Uh-huh. What did we do to find each other? Um, oh, what was it? It was like a, oh, like a, a, a call, like a. Yeah, it was a call, right? Yeah, there it is. See, <laughs> 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 that is so funny. <laughs> Thank you. I, he was just he just wanted to know, and I wanted to make sure I was accurate. Is all accurate? I was accurate. <laughs> Sorry. That, that is it. so funny, dude. <laughs> Because I remember in the mall, you used to always hear, will the parents of John Smith please come to the... Oh, I was John Smith. I was not having that shit. I am not getting left behind. I'd go straight to the manager, man. I was like little Karen back in the day. Can you please? That crap works, dude. It works. Yeah, of course. Will the parents now, of... now I bet you it's like, I, I'm, I'm John's parents. No, no, I'm John's parents. Dude. <laughs> I'm his dad. Dude. I'm his guardian. I think that they are, they just now that everyone has a cell phone, I mean, I see kids with... Freaking! I see kids that are like nine years old. They have cell phones. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that. It's bad. Oh, but I'm an old-fashioned wanna... guy, man. You know. Dude, how old? How old was um, Sarah when you gave her a cell phone? I think she was twelve, but I didn't give her like a uh, like an iPhone or anything like that. She had like the flip. Oh, how brutal is that? Hey, you don't need all that. I mean, yeah, but she she gonna get at least she had good friends that weren't like, look at this Flintstone phone having girl over here. <laughs> I don't give a shit if they said that. That's you don't need that. You want one? Pay for it. Oh, you can't. But she has one. Here's now. your flip phone. Yeah. You, now she's got one. She's you got paid for it though, didn't you? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course you did. Hey, question for you. What do you yes. think the cutoff age is for like if you have an adult child? What's the cutoff age for where like I don't have to pay for their phone anymore? When they graduate college. What if they're not in college? No, I would say the hypothetical graduate age. So 24. Okay. Working full time? Fully benefited? Still 24. 24. All right. Dude's got like a year and a half left. Because right now, <laughs> it's just, it's too, it's it's hard out there for a pimp. It is. So you got to give get them. that money for the rent? Yes, man. You got to give them some, right now, yeah, you got to give them some, some legs, man. Now I want to watch Hustle and Flow, Steve. Thank you. I didn't know. I was one of the few that thought that I was like, it was fine. You're going to get me that microphone, man. You're going to get that microphone. Come on, man. Come on. He was great in that movie. 
Jeez, With the little I, skinny dude? He was fine. It was a fine movie. Well, I love it. And I cherish it. You did not I love Hustle and Flow. Anytime that movie comes on. Will you watch it? Gail and I watch that shit all the time. It's not even that good. I just love it. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't I, have to I be, get it. Yeah. It's I don't know what it is. I just love that movie. There's hey, what's the name like of that? that? Oh no, her name is Taryn. That white girl in that movie. Oh. She's a trip, man. She seems like she'd be a trip in person. Like in yeah. real life, she seems like she'd be a trip. Taryn uh, Manning. Is it Taryn Ter- Manning? Taryn Manning sounds right, yeah. I mean, dude, she's there's has she ever done a normal role? Uh, all I think of is that one and then Orange is the New Black, yeah, which is yeah. definitely not a normal role. I've never seen her do a normal role. I thought that movie was just, I don't know, something about it, dude. I think it's because it's like a, uh, it's kind of like, uh, I like watching him try and have success. That's cool. Yeah, I feel you. I like those coming up, like that coming of age story. Like, Making something out of nothing. I get that. We put milk cartons up on the Well, I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. Or egg cartons. I was like, this is pretty cool. I've always heard that works, but I've never wanted to try it that. It totally works. That's a lot of eggs. It's a lot of, like in the work, what you're deciding is that I will put in the same amount of work with cheaper things than I would, the, than I will with more expensive. Because you're doing the same amount of work, dude. But you're just choosing to use egg cartons instead of the actual, you know, expensive sound. That crap is expensive, G. I just think the life hack is find a friend that works at an egg factory. Mm. You know what I mean? And then just be like, hey, dude, I'm going to be by around five o'clock on Wednesday. No, your boss is leaving. Let's make it 630. Just leave these. Put them behind the dumpster. And I'll just take like 10, 12 at a time. G. I guarantee you could find, oh, I wouldn't take no egg cartons from a garbage. You're right. No, 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 no. No, not now. Not now. I've been watching too much. uh, Oh, God. Okay, so you got me on Hoarders, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I was watching. uh, There's another thing that came out, and it's called Extreme Cheap Skates. Have you ever heard of that one? Oh, not yet. I've seen. Well, no, I was watching Extreme, like the couponers that go way overboard. But go on. Oh, no, there's there's this lady that was digging through trash. There's a lot of people that dig through trash, and I'm not saying that yeah. there aren't things that can be salvaged in a trash can. Of you course. You know what I mean? But these extreme cheapskates, they take it so far, and she was like, and they always look a little bit different. Like, they're always just sort of marching to their own beat. You know of what course. I mean? Like, like, you can look them in the eye, but they're kind of looking through you. Oh, yeah. There's this one particular lady, I, I don't remember her name or the episode, this uh, Asian woman, and that was her thing. She's like, I haven't bought clothing in 12 years. I'm not hating, Holy but crap. that shit looked bad. And then what she would do is that she would get like the, her worst shirt, which was just completely full of holes and stuff. And she would put that on. And then she would like kind of, uh, what, what do you want to call it? She would just make herself look homeless, I guess. And then she would go out and then dig in the trash cans to feel better, I guess. But she was like, oh, I'm having my friend come over that I used to work with, and I've, I haven't seen him in a very long time, and he's bringing over his new girlfriend, so I better find something good. So she's digging in the trash can to serve Oh, hell no, Jay. And she pulls out, like, a piece of cake. She's like, oh, this looks like it's a piece of red velvet Oy. cake. She's like, this looks, she, like, sniffs it, puts her nose all up on it. This seems fine. And then she grabs, like, a little piece of carrot cake and just... Just no. all these no. different types of things. And then it, one of them was like, a, it wasn't spam, but it was kind of in the form of spam, you know, like just a cubed <laughs> piece of something. That <laughs> and is she so just, nasty. She puts it all into this pot and just cooks it up. And, and to watch these people try to like, 
you know, try to keep it cool. Like the girlfriend she was tell them? not having it. Yes. Oh, and she's like, I, this is my chair. I just found this in the, you know, the whole thing is about he, her friend wanted to go to her house to see how she lives because he, he knows that she has like this interesting lifestyle. So she goes, to the, he goes to the house and he brings his girl and the girl's just not having it from like, just from the moment she walks in, you can tell she's just so uncomfortable and I can't really blame her. And the lady just keeps saying it. I, I think that I would be that way too. I, I don't feel that I'm, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not a fancy pants. You know what I'm saying? But if I went over to your house, I know part of my language. If I went over to your house first time and you're just saying, here's something from the garbage. Here's another thing from the garbage. And it's, but you're offering it to me. I I would politely decline, but I think I would have to bounce quickly. Like some, I'm getting a text that you didn't hear. I'm getting a, a, a phone call that when my phone didn't ring something, but I'm getting out. And that was just what was going on with this lady. She just wanted to get her. Uh, the girlfriend just wanted out so badly. And they were just like, well, I don't think I'll be coming back over her house again. There was another one. Oh, my God. It was this uh, this black couple. And the woman was like, like, like just ran the house. Right. And she was such a cheapskate that she would take syringes. You know, like uh, you ever oh, seen like the little I'm ten- already tripping. 10 milliliter syringes. Uh-huh. And she would like, this isn't even that bad, but she would ration out her laundry. And I'm thinking at first, okay. okay, that's probably right. That's what I said. I'm like, it's probably not enough soap, but I can appreciate that. Maybe you've maybe you've got it dialed in. You know exactly how much you need, you know? I'm in. But then <laughs> then she saves the lint that comes out of the dryer to use for like putting on your makeup or cleaning off oh your my why did she have to go there with but it? okay now let's think about this for a second steve what do you think's going to be in this lint uh crap from your dirty clothes All right or pubes let's just say pubes because oh, that's geez. what i'm talking uh, about she's talking about that she's cleaning off her face and then she straight pulls a pube <laughs> are you kidding me yeah i mean they didn't like focus on it but i'm pretty yeah i'm pretty sure it was like a pube Dude, that is utterly disgusting check bro. this shit out so her man she will not let this dude take showers for any amount of time over than two minutes. It's like a military shower is what she was calling it. So she sets a timer. She's got a, uh, what do they call those things? A baby monitor in the bathroom. And when that timer goes off, she's like, you need to be out now. And the guy's like, okay, honey, just totally going with it. Like, I, I feel like this dude should at least stand up for himself somewhat. Right. Of course. But, and then he wants to have his friends come over for yes. a football game and she's not having it. Right. She's just like, no, she ain't trying to get that energy. foosball. Yeah, she's not trying to have the company because it's extra energy, extra food, everything. So she makes these people watch the she makes these people watch the football game in the dark, right? And there's no lights in the house. And if someone has to go to the bathroom, they give that person a candle. And they have to walk like fucking like they're looking for it, you know, like Shaggy and Scooby Doo in the graveyard or something like that, walking through the house with a candle to use the bathroom. Oh, uh, when my. the commercials come on for the football game, when the commercials come on, yeah, you have to turn the television off and then turn it back on again. <laughs> and then there's the best part. So he wanted to, the husband wanted to, you know, have dinner with his friends. And she was like not having that either. But she decided that she was going to go ahead and get a lasagna. She was going to make a lasagna. Oh, snap. Uh, that's OK. Here we go. So, I'm in. <laughs> let's see if you still are. How do you think she made this lasagna? Just, I know that you don't know, but just take a guess. I would imagine that you take the frozen lasagna and you put it in the oven. Naturally, right? Well, it wasn't a frozen lasagna. She made this thing. But what she oh, nice. did, 
<laughs> oh, she went to the store to get, to get meat. And the guy was like, okay, it's, you know, so much a pound. She's like, mm, that's not really working for me. So, you know, do you have any meat fat? So the guy brings like an actual, just a gigantic piece of fat. That's all it is, just oh, the white fat. Jesus. And she cut that like in half. So she was just serving. It was like a real fatty meat, Come which on, whatever, dude. whatever. But here's the thing. So she makes this lasagna, right? Yeah. And she wraps it in a, you know, like a tin and she wraps it in foil. Apparently she wraps it really well, but she then proceeds, Steve, to put the lasagna in the dishwashing machine oh while the dishes God. are washing because the heat from the dishwasher should cook the lasagna. Dude. <laughs> what made her? But here's the thing, though. With that sort of ingenuity, yeah, I would imagine that like, it would have dawned on her this is a bad idea because of just the ingenuity of it. She would be like, wait a minute. Because she must be smart. She I must don't know. Be. Th- I dude, I don't know. There's just certain ones. Like I'm saying, like I said, there's an Asian woman, there's a black couple. I'm saying this because should you go and watch these, it's just a little easier to find. You know what I mean? The ones that I'm talking about. Jesus, but, dude. Um, what else did she do? Anyway, these people eat this lasagna and it's just horrible. It's got soap water in it. No one got sick. No, and they just ate it. It was crazy. So crazy. Another family, I'm not going to tell every, you know, like talk about every single episode, but another family, super cheap. They don't like to buy food because food's expensive and they like to utilize everything with an animal. So they just spend their day looking for roadkill and then they eat the roadkill and they serve it to their guests. And dude, dude, <laughs> and what the kids all watching? look and the kids all have that look too. again, that, that looking through you kind of look. I can't explain it. I just feel so sorry for these children, man. I mean, there's one thing to teach your kids to be frugal, but there's always that extreme side, which is why these shows are here. And then, you know what? Finally, there's this other guy. <laughs> this dude's my favorite. He's this, this, this black dude. He's married to this white woman, and he's just the cheapest guy ever. And his thing is he likes to haggle. So he wants to have an anniversary party for his wife. He goes in to get cake. <laughs> he goes in to get cake. And he's like, so, you know, I'm going to have a, a party with about six guests. So, you know, what can we do? And she's like, well, okay, well, for six guests, you're going to need, you know, blah, blah, this sheet cake. He, and he's like, and how much is that? Oh, okay. It's like, uh, whatever, 20, let's just say it's like 20 bucks. And he's like, mm, yeah, that's not really working for me. So is there anything that we can do? Like, do you have any like day old ingredients that you can use? Oh or... my God, dude. And then invent, you know, and of course her answer is like, no, dude. And then he goes, uh, well, what if we just did it without the frosting on it? How much would you charge me for that? She's like, it kind of Come comes on, with gee. the frosting. He's like, okay, well, here's the deal. I have around 25 bucks that I want to spend. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she flips the page. She's like, well, this one here's like $22. He's like, no, 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 no. For the entire party. Dude, come on. That's what she said, Steve, pretty much. And she's just looking at him like, okay. So she goes, I have these cake pops, which is basically like a cake in a cup with <laughs> sprinkles and shit on it. Yeah. These are day old. So, you know, how about, uh, there was like six, six or seven of them. How about like six bucks for everything? Mm. You know, he's just doing this the whole time. He goes into a, into a, um, to get balloons. And, you know, the Mylar balloons at like a party store. Of course. And he doesn't want to spend the money. So he ends up haggling down to getting ones like, you know, uh, happy anniversary, Juggy. And like, you know, sorry to see you go, Steve. And all these like, Jesus, just, like happy graduation. There's just all these different ones. And it, it's just hilarious, man. This poor guy, like he really did love his wife. You can tell. But she's just like, oh, my God. Did he? he embarrasses the shit out of me every single time we go somewhere because he can't, he has to haggle while he's on this shopping spree with his shopping spree, whatever. The shopping adventure with his buddy who's helping him get stuff for the party. His buddy's even like, oh, my God, this is the most embarrassing, embarrassing thing ever. 
you got to watch this show, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I these episodes are. This, I may have to send you some links because I actually watch these on YouTube. But extreme cheapskates, dude. Off the hook. I might it's have crazy. to do this, G. It's totally worth it. But it does not come close to, <laughs> to Hoarders, man. Like, I've seen Hoarders before, Steve. I was very familiar with the show when you talked about it the other day. But I went back and started watching some episodes because you put Bro. something in my head. You said, I immediately wanted to find out what is the nastiest episode. So that's what I did, too. And I found it, Jay. And I think we, we kind of talked about it. But yes. I, I need to know, have you seen this episode? I have. Okay, so the episode that I am talking about is the Poop Woman episode. <sighs> Man, like, what did you do to me? Because now I can't stop watching this shit. Like, I want to stop watching it, but it's like. It's addicting, dude. It's addicting. And, the, and there's, there's one. <sighs> I'm just going to say it. It's more of a question. Because I think that this is something that the, the, you know, the network is doing. Because have you yet, I'm being serious about this, have you seen one person that isn't white on this show with a hoarding Yes. Problem? You have? Uh-huh. How many? Okay, so have you seen many about of them? About four or five. For real? Okay, cool. And yeah. Because all of the ones that I saw, it was just like all these white people. And oh, then, no, no, no. And then like yeah. the cheapskate stuff or like the uh, My Strange Addiction. Like there's this one chick that was just, she was just addicted to eating her mattress. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, dude. But it, it just seems like they kind of kept, from what I had seen, and I'm being serious, it's just like all white people. Oh then, no, this is, there's one black woman with a mansion. And when you open the door to the mansion, it's just, you have to climb up to get even in. Okay. The house that makes me that's feel a better. yeah that's a I mean that's a and it's funny because when they tell you the story of how it all started yeah you're like oh this can just happen to anyone kind of mm-hmm. it can it's not a thing where oh she was like this as a child they're like no 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 one day my mom just a, a switch flipped and she became this person I'm like oh that is horrifyingly scary dude. That's crazy. But in all seriousness, I'm actually glad that there are because I was thinking, wow, this is like a weird narrative they're spinning. Obviously, I didn't watch every single. I don't even know how many seasons there are. There's a ton oh, of dude, them. There's, but, there's a lot. But I ran through a grip of them and I was like, where all I seeing? All I'm seeing is white people. Like, are they doing this on purpose? Is this part of their narrative or something? So I'm glad I'm actually relieved. It's unfortunate that any of these people are going through this shit, but I'm relieved that they're at least uh, showing other. <laughs> I think I think a big reason you you probably don't see a bunch of black folks because someone is around being like, oh, you think you're going to show this on national television? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> but, yeah, so someone in their family is like, wrong again, mom. You're not doing No, this. that makes a lot of sense because that's definitely... That's, like <laughs> that's embarrassing. Hot. That poop lady, G? Dude. Just so people know what's up with this one. How about you give me a little bit of a run through? I've been yapping. Tell me okay, a little bit about this episode so, this, so we can talk about it. This woman, and she's apparently it's obvious that she's not all firing on all cylinders. And also she has that same look that I'm talking about where they're like looking through you, not at you. Yes, totally. And she, Oh God, like (laughs) she'll hold a poop tray with her bare hands. Yeah. But she was living there with her mother. Her mother was the hoarder initially. She took on the hoarding uh, tendencies and then her mother got her on this thing where it's like they didn't want, I don't know if it was like the plumbing was broken or they didn't want, no, because they're not cheapskates. I think it was just like the plumbing was broken and they didn't want to have the plumber come out and fix it. So they were, they were shitting and peeing in like, 
You know those five gallon buckets that you get at Dude, like that was, Home Depot. That was the first time I saw one of the people puke. Oh my god! One of the cleaners was like, Whoop! <laughs> "It's so crazy, man." And they, I remember when they walked in, they're like, "Do you smell that?" She's like, "No, I don't smell anything." <laughs> <laughs> I ain't be smelling nothing here. It smells good to me. Yeah, she's like, "It might be the mold." They're like, "No, that's Dookie and Pee. That is Boo Boo, my lady." <laughs> <laughs> I was like this and it was it was that was the one where I was immediately I said no this woman's not something's not fire yeah something's wrong and I'm surprised that the someone didn't step in way before that but talk about the process of her like how she does this like into the bucket unless you want me to and I'll do it I'm just telling you please talk about yeah, it yeah, yes no, go. sorry I'm telling I'm like over here telling I'm dictating to him I'll just tell you so she shits in this bucket mom's gone mom is dead oh this is but the mom's Ugh. still there a little bit though that's the thing there's a little bit of mom still left in the house and you would think that i'm talking about maybe a picture on the wall wrong again. or something wrong 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 it is her wrong. urine and her feces that are in containers like like uh were they milk jugs no were they milk jugs some kind of jug no they were they were like the um gallon jugs yeah it was like a gallon jug but a bunch of different, like there's be a one was an old lemonade yeah, one, or like the big one water was an jugs. old. Yes, That's it's right. just a bunch of different sort of cranberry juice emptied out and just peed it. Yeah, there's piles and piles, and I assume gallons and gallons of urine and feces in these. Oh my god, it's so fucking nasty, just everywhere in the house, everywhere. And here's the deal: so this is her process. She goes, she shits in the bucket, right? And then it's too heavy to carry because, you know, instead of just doing it one time and rinsing it out, I'm going to let that shit pile up over a matter of, oh, like, think about it. How <laughs> I'm sorry to be gross, but to fill a five gallon bucket full of your urine bro, and feces, bro, it's got to take at least over a week, right? Gee, that, that way more than a week. Exactly. But I'm saying my point is, is that she just leaves it there. So instead of just dumping it out, what she does is she goes, well, I think she said something like, well, you know, it's too heavy to carry. So what I do is I get a smaller bowl and I scoop it out and then I take this out. So she takes it out to her front yard, people, and she just dumps it right there on the grass. Right there. We're just broad daylight. And there is a oh. there is a a, a, uh, a pond. And you know what's really funny what? is where she was dumping, there was so much vegetation. Did you notice that? <laughs> like the, yeah. There was, like it was kind of was working. It was lush. Like very, it was very lush. Yeah, very lush. But um, yeah, so obviously, you know, the city and the involved. neighbors can smell the yes. sun. Yes, yeah, it's disgusting. Have you ever walked past? I know you have. Everyone here has. But you walk past like an outhouse at a concert or something like that. Oh, and dude. it's funky. So dude. imagine what this house that has, and that's underground. Yes, but imagine what this house has in it. Oh, that's dude. just radiating out of it, radiating out of it. Dude. So it, when the guy finally oh. comes to help her out, and he sees all these these buckets of poop, and he was done. See, yeah, he was done. He was done when he knocked on the door. <laughs> he like, was oh, done. Shit, <laughs> I'm getting too old for this shit. But he um, <laughs> he's like, so okay, so you move the poo from here to there, and then she's like, oh, it's time to eat, and she's sitting down and oh, she's dude, eating. This she's was like, the I'll worst make you, part. Yeah, she's like, I'll make you lunch. He's like, nah, I'm good, and. He's like, so I just noticed something. You did not wash your hands after you dumped the poo outside. And she's like, well, it's my poo. 
And apparently she's been doing this for years and years. So, no doubt, Jamie. Yeah, so watch the episode. It's it's just so crazy. But there's a part of it where they're starting <laughs> to try and, like, you know, clear her house out. And she's being somewhat agreeable with it, even though she's just a... She's a somewhat. She's, she's nuttier than squirrel shit, this lady. But she goes... Uh, she had, like, some lettuce in a container, like a, you know, like a mixed greens kind of thing. And they were like, you got to throw all this stuff out. Like, there's... Your house is so poisoned with toxic smells and, and uh-huh. urine and just, it's just, it's toxic. Your house is unlivable. All of this food that you have is unedible because inedible rather, because it's, it's got fecal matter in, all yeah. over it. And she's like, but I've yeah. been eating it for years. So she has expired greens that they want to throw out. She's like, well, no, these are still good. They're like, whatever her name is, you have fecal matter all over this. You were touching this all over. She's like, I've been doing it for years. And she's like, and I don't feel right about it. And I just want to have my last hurrah. So she wanted to, for whatever weird thing clicks in your head that turns you into a hoarder, it was telling her, no, you, you got to do this. Because they always hold on to things for like these weird sentimental reasons. And they, 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 she just wanted to eat the fecal matter contaminated oh, greens geez, dude. to satisfy this weird uh, hoarding so urge. So weird. It's dude. fascinating, dude. And I've watched these before and I'm fascinated when I watch them. I mean, for years I've known about hoarders, but... I kind of got back into it again. I had to put it down because it starts getting kind of sad, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I had to start watching something happy. So I started watching Parking Wars, and that just made me smile. And so I toggle between the two. Man. I, I you know, for people that haven't heard of the show, I guess they're... Did, had you heard of it before? Because you said... you said I like had. You I used to watch it. it, but just out of nowhere, I was like, let me go see that again. Okay, right. And it was as if I've never watched it yeah. before. Same here, kind of. Like, if you... Maybe you watched it once before, and if Dude. you have Hulu, just try it out. <laughs> just <get on. laughs> or even better, if you just want to cut to the chase, go just Google um, Hoarders episode with Poop Woman or something Poop like woman. that, and Game it will over. be the first thing that pops up. It is crazy. The dead cat one was nuts. Oh, dude, how crazy when they found the mushy cat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> On that same episode, the dude with the rats dude oh my god no and it wasn't just a few it was an overrun yeah he's like well i had these these two rats and uh they just they they got away they got away they they escaped their cage and they got into the walls and the next thing you know they're breeding (sighs) this dude had thousands of rats in his home that were like cannibalistic they're eating each other they're fighting dude. the males are very aggressive and he's just in the middle of it just feeding them come here you little, he's kind of making an evolutionary an experiment in his house yeah man that house like bad but gee it's and the thing is i love that ever so often one of the children will break like they're like mom you got to get rid of this no i'm gonna keep this mama i said you gotta get i was like oh there it goes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, it happened. That's where it happened. Like, all of a sudden, they just break. They can't deal with it anymore. I love that, John. It's sad. It is. But I could tell how they were being nice the whole time. And finally, like, the mom wants to keep a shoe from 1928, and that's it. They're like, you know what? We're done. Yeah, there'll be, and like, they just stacks break. of newspaper with rat urine, Dude. rat feces in there. Well, someone might want to read these one day. No one's reading <laughs> it. No one's reading that. You're insane. And this is the thing. I feel bad for these people because a lot of them, at least the episodes that I've seen, um, you see a lot of old mothers. Oh, absolutely. And and they're just by themselves and they're always crying. And it always comes from, you know, back in the 80s, I got divorced. And, you know, so. Yeah. So it's like 
yes, we are watching this morbidly for our entertainment, but and it's very entertaining. I'm sorry, it just really is. It is very but at the same time, you know, you're seeing these people that just have so much mental illness. And I never feel optimistic for them when they're like, you know, how they always do the uh, six months later afterwards. Or whatever. Yeah, they're going to do. They're continuing they're doing, their therapy. Yes. Oh, it was so funny, though. The poop lady, when um, they talked the sister into letting her move in and they're like, so mm-hmm. you're going to go ahead. Your sister's uh, go ahead and agree. <laughs> She's agreed to let you move in. Sis is pissed. You could just see it not all over her face. It, like yeah. this bitch better not even try this at my house. Or Because someone told her either A, you want your sister not to make it or B, she has to move in with. You. Those are the only two. And she was like, Jesus. Yeah, here's some guilt or some more guilt. <laughs> <laughs> and my thing is, here's what I will give the ultimate props to. The cleaning people. Oh, my God. I mean, the ability, when you see the before and after, because you think, well, after is going to be a little cleaner. No, 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 no. It looks like a new place. I'm like, oh, and they're in there, like, on hands and knees, like, legitimately killing it. I said, you know what, this... They're smart to wear the T-shirts of their cleaning company because I guarantee they got a lot of calls. Oh, I'm People sure. are like, oh, my God, you did that. My house ain't even near, the, near what that is. Yeah, dude, they were underneath the ovens and like they're scrubbing on their hands and knees. So props all day long to them, G. Incredible. Even the haulers, like they're they're cleaning up these houses. How are they? Three days? What did they say? How the heck do they do that? They said that they collected, I want to say it was a hundred gallons of urine and feces. That is so Because nasty, I re- do you remember that? They had like the, the I trash do. cans that were lined up. And dudes puking. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. They bring the brother-in-law in. <laughs> like, He's like, I'm out. I got to go. Pukes in the, in the lush shit uh, canal. Yeah. <laughs> so because nasty. it's that nasty. It's so and nasty. it's, I can see why people are addicted to this show like here's the thing hoarders is gonna end when the producers just get tired of making this the episodes it's not gonna be because viewership goes down it's gonna be like we're tired of doing this that's what's gonna end hoarders yeah this is depressing me to make these shows (laughs) i know they're gonna be like we can't do this anymore other than that they're never gonna run out of people or people wanting to watch these people yeah it's over even um uh wickrama was like yeah, sometimes if I feel kind of bad, but one of the counselors actually was like, he seems like he cares. I think all the counselors care. Every single one that I've seen is like genuinely trying to be like, look, how do we make it so that we don't have to come here again? How do we do this? Yeah, that's what they care about. Uh, yeah, so they're like, we don't ever want to see this for you. And remember that girl, you didn't get to see the, there's a lady that has three semi trucks in her backyard. I have not seen that one. And they're like, what do you need this for? I don't know. I mean, he's like, they're, they're just the the just the just back of them, semi-trailers. And they're like, what are you going to ever put in there? I don't know. You know, I might need it to, um, they're like, you know what you could have put in there all this all time? This shit. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently you're not going to use it. And they're like, because they're empty. Well, I don't want to get rid of them because, you know, you just never know what you could use them. And yeah, the guy was like, I know you're not going to use them for storage. That's for sure. And she got rid of them. I mean, it was just, and there's just, it's fun to be had, but I get for people who just get depressed or they have a family member that are, that's a hoarder. I can see why this wouldn't be their thing. But for me, I, I, I legit can't get enough of it. I legit, I could go to sleep to it. Like your friends, your friends is my hoarders. 
<laughs> That's a bit much because I don't want to go to sleep dreaming about these people. But I don't even think I literally just am sitting there be like, huh, look at all those cats. And I drift. Oh, my God. Those cats. I just I felt so Jeez. bad for those cats because you told me about that, how there was oh, so when the, much. Oh, when their eyes came yes, out. There's Jesus, so much fecal dude. matter and urine and ammonia in the air, at I guess, at eye level that these poor little kittens, their eyes popped out. And I just felt so bad. But that lady it was, was tripping. It She's was like, a horror story. Yeah, they open up. A re- I know we already talked about this, but they open up a refrigerator and there's oh there's God. one that's not that like it hasn't been dead that long. Because its head yeah. kind of like falls down over the uh-huh. shelf. And she's like, I just can't get rid of him. I miss him so much. I just love him. I'm like, you have lost your goddamn I mind. felt so bad for her when that's the first episode where you see the reality hit her. Yeah. While the camera's happening. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, what have I done? Like, um, and I said, uh-oh, maybe we shouldn't be recording. Like, sh- reality has all of a sudden dawned on her. She's like, I've killed things. These kittens have no eyes. What kind of monster? And I was like, oh, this isn't good. Someone's going to have to watch her. Oh, my God. Because she's now drifting back into normalcy. And she's like, what have I done? It's it's like waking up like a, a, a um, what's his name? Ted Bundy waking up and being like, oh, my God, I've murdered people. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> what if I, you should kill me today. Like, what are we waiting for? We, I should sit in that chair now. Coincidentally, he was the first person to use the term my bad. He's like, oh, my bad. My bad. Be like, yeah. And everyone else is like, wow, I never heard that, but that is perfect. <laughs> yes. It's definitely a good, it is. appropriate use of that. Yes. You know what sucks, dude? What's that? Whoever invented my bad will never get the credit for it. If you're like, hey, I invented that term. They're like, yeah, oh, me too. I don't like Like my there bad. was a first person to say it. Yeah. And it just swept the nation, and now they're never going to get love for that. My bad has turned into, I don't really give a shit. I'm just saying it, though. Like, people oh, do shit sure. that they know they shouldn't be doing. And like, oh, my bad. My bad. That doesn't mean anything. Oh, you're totally right. Yeah. You're, you're totally right. It's, it's such a throw. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Dan. What's that? I have a beef with evolution. As in, like, <laughs> the theory of evolution? Yes. Okay, bring it. Oh, hold on. I'm going to go ahead and just say real quick before you you say that. uh, Hoarders is fantastic. I'm going to go ahead and give it. uh, Oh, that's right. You you know what? Honestly, it's just so fucking addicting. I'm going to go ahead and go 4.5 out of five. Holy crap. Urine buckets. I will give this a strong 3.75 out of five eyeless kittens. Yeah, you gave it squished kitties last time. This is so terrible, Goopy kittens. It was walking in circles. (laughs) That's not funny. It's not. Jay. It's really not funny at all. <laughs> that I'm is laughing so uncomfortably. You should be because it was the most. Yeah. And how did the how did the son know what happened to the cat? I didn't know that a lot of ammonia can make their eyes pop. Did he get some sort of seminar? Yeah, it makes you wonder if it was someone that they brought in and told him that. Or that has to be it. Because there's no just, way. Maybe he was good in school. Not a chance. Maybe he was good at science. Nope. I heard the interview. That dude. Someone told. Maybe him. he works at a uh, like a hazmat place or something like that. If I were interviewing him and he said that, I'd be like, push pause and Google that. I don't even know if that could happen because I've walked into a lot of ammonia and my eyes didn't seep out of my head. Fact check. I don't know if that's true, dog. <laughs> makes me wonder. I mean, obviously, they're little kittens and stuff like that. But it makes me wonder if, like, this lady was having issues, too. Like, she had, she couldn't be healthy, right? There's no way this woman is healthy. That's what I'm saying. I think that the kids and kittens were just deformed. Maybe. Inbred, deformed. Yes, there ain't no 
still so there's so much ammonia in the air that are I so what's up with the ladies' eyes then, Jay? I think it's worth a Google. Not now, but I do think that it's worth a Google. I don't see why they okay. would just throw that in there. I will do that. Yeah, that's definitely worth you need to fact check that one. I feel that it's true. I don't know why. Why? I don't know. I feel it's accurate, Steve. Okay, that's fair. Okay, here, so check Saji. So this week I've realized that evolution hasn't quite worked for us men. Okay. Because I don't believe after a billion years we should be able to sneeze while we're peeing. <laughs> Did somebody have that should have been stopped ages ago? Did somebody have some cleanup to do? Gee, let me tell you what happened, dog. <laughs> I had a clean stream going. Yeah. And I was about to sneeze. I was like, and for something in my brain was like, oh, you can't sneeze while you pee. So I was like, oh, I'm not worried about it then. And I did pee everywhere. <laughs> and I said, shouldn't we have evolved out of this? Like the mechanism should not be attacked. Like there should be a mechanism where if you're peeing, well, then it shuts off the sneezing mechanism because obviously you'll pee everywhere. We're imperfect. Shouldn't we have evolved out of that? I think so. At this point, we should have. I bet you you don't pee while you you don't sneeze while you pee. Oh, I've I've sneezed while I pee and I made a mess. Have How do you think I knew, I knew this? I've done this. I've never done it before. This was the first time it's ever happened. It's not something that happens regularly, but I, I'd say it's happened once or twice. Wow! You, you hear me in this? Ah, damn it! That's what happened. Gee, that is a bummer. Cause it was everywhere. What about the weird thing that happens? This is too much. You're just you have a, a normal stream going, right? Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, like a little stream starts to the right of it. You ever had that happen? That normally happens. <laughs> that normally happens if I had a bit of fun the night before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was working towards that, but <laughs> I was just trying to paint the picture. But yeah, we let's just cut to the chase. Yeah, you got to do some uh, some clean. Uh, yeah, you got to don't you fall asleep. Clean wipe. This is why we no, this is why we take no. this is why we bathe afterwards or something. Yes, and so yeah, that that normally I'm like, oh, I got the little vampire spray. All of a sudden, my urine said, "Peace." <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do the cobra today. Wow, and go. Into, yeah, it's every. That was a really bad idea to put the toilet paper roll right there because that's gone. Oh, that's true. Hey, if you pee on your toilet paper. Do you just let it dry and still use it? Or no. Will you just, uh... Why not? Well, first of all, I live with three other people. Ah, That's the number one the first rule. I know, but in yours. No, because I share a bathroom with my wife. What if you were single? I don't think I would do that because that's like hoarder shit. No, it's not. In a weird way, it is. <laughs> How? I mean, I mean, I guess it's you, so. Yes. Okay, so here's a better question. Do okay. you do this, Steve? Here's the thing. If if I pee on my toilet paper, uh-huh. I have to now decide. Okay. And this happens in a in a split second with people in your brain. You have to wait, be like, okay. Is this worth the trouble of me unraveling to the dry part? Throwing away the thing. <laughs> doing all this junk. Or can I just be like, let it air dry, bro? I'm I'm air drying it, Mike. I'm surprised you didn't say something like, oh, it just falls in the water. You know what I mean? So I don't need to, I don't even need no, to worry no. about I it. I just air, I don't even think about it, bro. Speaking of air drying, what's your take on this? You're, you're camping or maybe you're just out somewhere and you really got to go, right? You got to go. So mm-hmm. you're like, shit, I can't hold anymore. I'm going to go behind this tree, go behind the tree. You're wearing shorts. Maybe you get some backsplash on your shins. What do you do? 
if I pee? Yeah, just and you I get, get you get a, just a little bit, just a couple of little drops. Oh, I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping either, dog. That's me. I do not. Let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I I have to ask myself. They call me Stinky Shins. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> If here's the thing, Doc, I think like if I don't know what my limit, like how much pee would have to get on. Me. Yeah. Like what if pee did not smell? If you soaked your foot in pee, would you trip? Well, apparently it heals jellyfish stings. That's a myth. Yeah, but someone had to try it out. It didn't kill him. This is true. I know. I know one person that got peed on after getting stung by jelly. Are you sure it's a myth? It's it's a myth. I don't know, man. If anything, it's your brain thinks it works, so it does the thing. Maybe it's just a maybe. I don't know if it's a cure, but maybe it just relieves the pain. That's all I thought it was. I didn't think it was like, oh, it's going to heal my sting. There's nothing you can do about it because it goes to your pain center and just activates. I don't know, man. I think it might be like it might make it feel. You just want your girl to pee on you, G? Just say that junk. I don't need to. That's just part of the deal. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm joking. Lord. I'm joking. No, but like I think that I I think it would obviously because it's like a your your urine's not acidic. So more it's more alkaline. So I think that it would actually help the sting. But that means just water then. And water doesn't help the sting. I don't know, bro. But I would do it. <laughs> I would pee on myself. If I got stung in the foot, I would pee on myself to try it out. Dude, and there's certain uh Oh, have you watched um what is that thing called where the people just keep getting bit by worse and worse things? I don't know. Sounds interesting. It's though. on National Geographic's like King of Pain. And what they do is they go, they're like, all right, what's your where they go to an island? They're like, what's the most dangerous, hardest biting thing you have here? And they get bit by that thing. And one of them, he got bit by a python, and one of its teeth latched into him and got ripped out, but I guess they grow back. And, dude, you would think that it cut an artery. Just blood started pouring out of this guy's arm. And he got up and got kind of woozy. He's like, oh, that's not that wasn't a good idea at all. I'm like, oh. Timber. They have a doctor on site, but it is just drenching that's his arm. That's not a good idea at all. You think and then now the, you, have to, dude, you have to tell yourself that? I would not. I think he said it to the camera thinking it was all good. But apparently, fairly quickly, if you lose enough, mighty quickly, you start getting a little bit like, woo. I'm feeling, and then it was still the other guys. So they patched him up and it was still his partner's turn. So after he comes back all healed up, his partner has to then go and get bit by the Python. It doesn't take long for that shit to spread, dude. If it gets you in your, if you get bit and it gets into your bloodstream, it will get into your arteries within 30 seconds. It will be in your well, veins within a minute and 10 seconds. Well, the seconds. good thing is the Python's not poisonous. No, no, no. I'm just saying though, like, like what you were saying, oh, it was a Python. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not. But but the thing is, it nicked something because the doctor said what happened was the doctor said, you see this? And it looked like there was just a purple and black bubble on his arm. He said, that's a hematoma. Yeah, definitely. And that means something happened in there. That's not. It probably just hit. A so he, yeah. So he not he uh, he uh, lanced it and all this crap came out. And I was like, oh, this is a fantastic. And then he gets stung, stung by that. What's that uh, Asian wasp thing? Asian wasp? Tarantula killer? Uh, I'm not sure. Look up the, um, there's a uh, an Asian wasp that kills tarantulas. And it has like the most painful sting. And dude, let me tell you, bro. 
these these shows, I've watched all the episodes and they got canceled because I don't think uh like animal rights activists liked it too much because they were a little bit rough sometimes. And they're like, I don't think that thing survived after you did what you did. So uh, it ended up getting canceled. But it was fun kind of while it lasted. Hey, is it the uh, tarantula hawk? Yes. They got stung by one of those. Damn. I think, you know what's funny? I would pay, even though it would never happen in my wildest dreams. If someone was like, hey, what friend of yours would you pay to get stung by random animals? I'm like, you need to say nothing more. Dan. <laughs> Me? So quite, I mean, this isn't even... Yes, your reaction to each one of these things. And I think the most fun part would be your your the the impending doom that you feel on the way. <laughs> I'd be like, this is the best thing that's happened to me today. Wow. As you're walking toward the tarantula hawk, seeing it in the jar, your reaction would be priceless. Oh, I have no doubt about that, but that shit is not happening. I you know what? I'm not afraid of spiders. I'm just why or insects or Snakes I don't like, but I mean, I'm not afraid of them per se. It's, it's the like dying part, the bite. Well, not even the bite, I guess the bite, the result of the bite would be a better way of looking at it. Yes. That's a, for me, I don't get, uh, the only thing I'm uh, like, I don't get nervous, but I'm just like, when they say it doesn't bite, I say your snake definitely bites. It hasn't bitten you yet and I'll hold it. But it bites, make no mistake. If it smells a, a mouse on me, oh, there's not a question it's going to bite me. So those are the only things where I'm just like, well, look, as long as someone's around that can unlatch its head, I am, I'm fine. But if you don't have, if, if no one's around, I don't mess with people's snakes. I make sure they're there. I heard you've been messing with people's snakes a lot. Oh, this guy. I'm sorry. That was, this that was cheap. Guy. It was cheap. I'm hey, sorry. Hey, hey, it works, bro. Thank you. Thank you it very works. much. Hey, Steve, you want to so, talk about some movies? Let's stuff talk about some movies. We've watched. We ain't got a, lot of, a whole lot of time. We got some stuff to talk about, I think. Yes, we do. Now, I think we've seen pretty much everything that we you know, agreed to watch, but there is one that I watched that you didn't, and I want to talk about it because I feel like you should. And what it is, is This Is Pop on Netflix. Have you heard of this, sir? I have, and I'm very, very excited to hear what you say about it. All right. This is Pop uncovers the real stories behind your favorite pop songs as this docu-series charts the impact of the festival scene, auto-tune, boy bands, and more. They start off right away with, I guess, boy bands, but they talk about one of the main, you know, like the um, new school original ones from like the 90s, which was Boys to Men and the effect that they had going forward on pop music with like white bands, white boy bands and stuff Listen! It's really interesting, dude. That's the when I, right when I watched that one, I'm like, okay, Steve's really gonna like this because I know you're a Boys to Men fan. No one's talked about this one to me, by the way. They only talk about one episode. This one I did not even know about. Yeah, it's really good, but it just talks about how when Boys to Men came out, Michael Bivens was was actually approached by them. It's like, hey, I think you should you should manage us, you know? And he was like, ah, I've never done that before. No, 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 you need to be the one to manage us. So he does manage these guys, and of course. The rest is history, but it just talks about how like boys to men, the, the Motown Philly sound was a little bit different than what was going on. They were sort of, they were, they weren't necessarily bad boys. They weren't bad boys at all. They were just like, um, they were like nice guys that were doing modern pop music, but they also had like a flair of say like the temptations or the pips or something like that. They brought that with them. So therefore you get like Motown Philly this is what that, that's what they were saying. And nice. So it just talks about like their start and how like meta their first hit really was because they come out 
from the gate telling you how they got there. Their first single, back in school, we used to sing about this every day. Would it really happen? And was it dreams will fade away? Whatever. Yeah. So like they, they're, they're starting off. Their first hit is about like their success and they haven't even gotten successful yet. But that's how like confident they were. You know what I mean? And, and Michael Bivens was like, oh, yeah, these guys are going to go all the way. And they did. And they and it just talks about how like they just they they weren't just like for for the black crowd. They were very. Um, and to this day, it's still the same way. Like they, they really radiated with like um, middle aged white women and stuff like that. And how that kind of like transferred over to influencing these boy bands. So like you think of like NSYNC and, and um, Backstreet Boys and stuff like that. They were actually borrowing from them. They respected them and they and they they acknowledged that, that they were borrowing from them. They were like kind of, I wouldn't say obviously they're not the originators, you know, but they were definitely an original in that time. Would you not agree? When they came out, no, for sure, there wasn't dude. a lot of that. You know, they weren't, no. they weren't like, um, I think, I think it was Blackstreet that they compared them to. Totally different. You know, they weren't taking their shirts off and shit. Yes. And like, you know, humping chicks like in the face. Like, they were not like Jodeci. Them in the front they weren't row. Jodeci. They weren't Jodeci. And, and you know what? I'm sorry. It was Jodeci. That's exactly who they were talking about. Yeah. Jodeci was, they were like a clean cut version of Jodeci. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. really listen to a lot of those bands. I didn't listen to them back then. So I was messing up. But yes, it was Jodeci who they were talking about. Anyway, Steve, I don't want to like just break the entire thing down, but that episode alone is worth watching this series. The second one is also interesting because it's all about auto-tune and T-Pain and where it came from and how like Cher, how Cher, uh, that song Believe was kind of what put it on the map. That one and then like Kanye West with, I think it was like, was it Heartless? I think it was Heartless. But, um, you know, it talks about the, the, basically the origin of autotune, how this one guy made this sound and producers went nuts when it came out because they were able to take artists that had their me a little pitchy or they weren't perfect and they could just dial them in and you have a fantastic record or at least a fantastic vocal track. And then someone decided just, let's just turn that shit all the way up. And then it made a kind of sound, you know, (laughs) and and that's where it came from. And T-Pain is the one that really like embraced that shit. And he got famous doing this. And I think a lot of people owe T-Pain that, you know, whether or not you like him, this dude took a crazy chance and pretty much just bet his whole career on it. Right. I mean, I don't know about his, is he even recording anymore? Cause that I don't know, but he's, he's done a tiny desk. That's about it. Yeah. But is he, he's still using that though. Like in anything that he does, he still uses that. Right. Because, I imagine. Because, so I know he, he can still, he can really legit. Say. Yes. I was going to say, because they actually showed him, maybe it was a tiny desk. I can't remember. They did show him doing a performance. And it was just him and this other guy and he was just straight singing and everyone was like really surprised. Like, Oh, he doesn't really need to do this. This is just his thing. And so the whole episode is just like, again, it's about the, you know, the, uh, the origin of autotune, how, how it came to be, when it actually took that next step and when people started using it and, and creating these hits off of it. So again, another super interesting one. And then they have another one called Stockholm syndrome. And it's all about how all of this amazing pop music that we know and love was coming out of freaking um, out of uh, Sweden, actually, it was like um, like ABBA, of course. Alex, it was a um, Martin da, uh, uh, Martin Dennis, Martin. I think. Oh, what's his name? Max Martin. Max Martin, and then there's a Dennis guy. Um, I'm trying to yeah. Pull the name they, those two did everything for those boy bands, and uh, Britney Spears did. He was a wealthy individual. Man, they had like 
Backstreet Boys had some songs from them. Britney Spears, as dude, you said, and Sync. Uh, it was uh, Swedes. Uh, what is it? Uh, Swedes. Denny's Pop is the guy that I was talking about. But uh, all there's just so much pop music. Rock set from the '80s. Ace of Bass. Robin. All of this stuff was coming from Sweden, and it's just like they they just don't know how to not make hits. It's very interesting. I mean, whether or not you like the music or not, it's a very interesting episode. And then, hey, money. Yeah. And then the, I've only, I haven't seen all of them, but then the other one I watched was called Festival Rising. And it's all about just the, um, you know, it starts talking about like Woodstock, but then it talks about um, how Europe really was like the gold standard for getting the, the music festival right. They had Glastonbury, which was just on this farmland. And they have since, you know, done this every single year for a number of years. But America really couldn't get it right. And talks about how, you know, how Woodstock, it was what it was, but it, it, it like disappeared for a while. And there was no other really good music festivals. And they would kind of come back up. They had like the Monterey Pop Festival. They talk a lot about that one. Jimi Hendrix and such. And uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rami. What's his Shanker? How do you say his name? Robbie Shanker. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ravi Shankar. Yeah. But uh, just a whole bunch yep. of people. It's the, it's the Monterey Pop Festival is what they're talking about. But then it talks about in 90, I want to say it was like 94. It all starts going blurry after a while. Whenever the new Woodstock happened and how that just became this disaster because he had all these amazing bands and all these fantastic performances, but it was all done in a corporate fashion. And these people didn't give a shit and they ended up not giving their, their you know, the, uh, the audience members weren't getting water. They didn't have enough outhouses. They were like the poo lady. You know, they just, there was just shit everywhere flowing. People <laughs> yeah. were rioting. They were having they yeah. were fires. Women were getting raped and all this stuff. So, so, you know, we also had Lollapalooza from like, <clears throat> like 92 through 96 or something. The actual touring festival, not like the one offset they do now. And all of this stuff sort of disappeared after Woodstock. And it talks about how later on they started trying to get it right with like the Horde Festival and a number of other festivals. So that one's, not as interesting as the other ones, but Steve, this is all. If I'm th- if I'm talking to anyone right now, I'm talking to you. This is right up your alley. You need to watch it. So I'm all over it, dude. What's your rating? Um, I will give this. Uh, it's very interesting to me. I'm going to give it a three point five out of five. I don't even know. I'm just going to give it like a three point five out of five. Uh, shitty outhouses because I can't think of anything else right now, Steve. I like the pun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe it should have been oh, a number yeah. two. Out of five. Oh, come on. Yeah, I had nothing as far as like uh, anything witty to say, but it's it's very interesting. Check it out. Um, I watched it actually several days ago, so maybe that's why it's not really uh, I'm not I'm not popping on anything witty to say, but it's very interesting. You guys need to check it on Netflix and it is called This Is Pop. Interesting as hell. Done deal. All right. What what else we were talking about? Now we can actually talk about the stuff that we both have seen. So what would you like to do first? Let's do Fear Street. Let's let's do Fear Street. Fear Street Blues. Fear Street Part 1, 1994, which came out last Friday, is uh, part of a trilogy that's going to be coming out weekly. So we're going to get Part 2 at the end of the week, this Friday, and then we're going to get Part 3, I think it's on the 15th, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, what it is, a circle of teenage friends accidentally encounter an ancient evil responsible for a series of brutal murders that have plagued their town for over 300 years. Welcome to Shadyside. Directed by Leigh Janiak. And written by R.L. Stein because these are based on books that R.L. Stein written. R.L. Stein of uh, Goosebumps fame. He also did this more 
I don't know if it was like an adult series, but definitely older than the Goosebumps books. And it was called Fear Street. And this is what these are based on. Um, it's a story by Kyle Killian and Phil Grazadiel, I believe how you say that. Stars a bunch of people that I really am not familiar with, but I'll name some names. Kiana Madeira, Olivia Scott Welch, Benjamin Flores Jr., Julia Raywald, Maya Hawk, I know her, and then Charlene Amoya, and there's just a bunch of other people. But um, I don't know any of these people, so I don't really want to go, oh, from this and that. Let's just talk about the movie itself. I have a lot to say, but what do you think, Steve? I walked into this movie, not walked in. I, I, I started this movie already in the mindset I had to ignore the hype because people go, you know, people go over. Oh, yeah. Like when you want access, you go, and I already saw, got an early screen in a Fear Street, and I'm going to tell you, it is Christ. <laughs> Right now on Earth. I'm like, okay, okay. These people want access. So I just had to cancel them out. And just watch it, which I recommend everyone doing. Do not listen to the hype. Just watch the movie if you like horror movies. And I will say, when it started, I said, I think I know where this movie's going. I did not know where this movie was going. Because <laughs> I thought it was going to be like Scream. Oh, no. And I don't even want to mess it up for y'all. But where you think it's going in the beginning of this movie, it totally takes a left turn. And um, some of the kills, I will say I liked it because some of the kills in this movie, there was one specifically. I know that's exactly I was, what you're thinking. I was like, oh my God. I, I did not. They really sidestep what you commonly would think happens in these movies. Like I in your in my brain, I'm like, I know who makes it and I know who I know who doesn't. No, not at all. I thought it was a fun idea. You can still tell it's very YA for me, in my opinion. I think it's it's like a borderline, uh, like someone young, except for a few kills, someone fairly young could watch this movie. Sure. It's a cakewalk. And it's just a fun I could if, with goosebumps. When someone I didn't know it was a goosebump thing till Kevin hit me up on a uh private message uh today and he's like yeah i was worried because from goosebumps i was like it's gonna suck i was like oh but then when i thought about it i was like oh yeah totally because they definitely didn't go too far they did a few interesting kills but it wasn't nuts throughout the whole movie there was just like times where kills happen so i I thought it was good man i thought from it never was boring for me i just thought it was i was like oh this was a cool movie again people Try to ignore the people hyping it. Just watch it. And I promise you, if you would have just watched it without reading Twitter, you would have been like, hey, that was that was a good, like I randomly pushed play and it was good. But there's a thing people have with nostalgia. Like it's in right now. Yeah. Like big time with Stranger Things, um, Summer of 84. Like there's a thing happening right now. And I think that tickles people's fancy. It makes them go a little bit. Eh, you know, crazy. Sells but movies. I think that, huh? it sells movies. Absolutely. And I think that I thought this was a quality, fun thriller. I really enjoyed myself. What did you think? I, much like you, I really enjoyed this. This was way more fun than I thought it was going to be. And I went in with zero knowledge. Um, oh, wow. I knew I'd heard about it from a recommendation of somebody else. And I knew it was going to be a trilogy. But other than that, I didn't know anything about it. And I kind of like it that way sometimes. So. Decided to watch it because it looked fun after I watched the trailer and um, pleasantly surprised. I totally get the scream reference and I'll kind of expand on that, that I think that this has potential 
depending on what they do with the next two sequels, has potential to be a pretty decent franchise. If I, I really think it could be. Oh, for sure. Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it established itself very well. It's got a, a decent lore behind it. No, it's actually a pretty, pretty solid lore behind it. Yeah. And the acting is pretty damn good. Like, it, you know, these movies always have, like, cliche characters in them, which in this case, not so much. At least I didn't think so. Um, takes a little bit of a different spin. It does take some... Um, some modern takes on things, which I think is good, you know, um, but it doesn't have a lot of the, the horror story cliche, cliche stuff where you just know, okay, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Like Steve said, I kind of thought, okay, I think I know where this movie's going to go. And it completely flipped me on my ear. And more importantly, it just made me have so much fun watching this movie. It's better. It's I'm going to put it this way. Fair street. Part one is way better than what people are saying. It is. I'm not saying it's a perfect movie. I'm not saying that it's uh you know, the one of one of the best horror movies I've ever seen or anything like that, but it's way better than people are giving it credit for. And I think they're giving it fairly good credit. You know, I think that they are, they're, they're talking about this one. This has potential to be big. And here's the deal though. This is definitely for a YA crowd. Just like you're saying, I think that's a good thing, Steve, because I think this is a perfect example. Like, okay, let's just say you're younger and you're listening to this and you, you know, you want to start listening or you want to start watching horror movies. This is a very good place to start because as Steve mentioned, they don't go too far. They do have some very interesting kills and the acting is all good. It's, I didn't really ever once go, ah, this is the guy that's going to die first. Or, you know, because I think that a lot of movies, when they're set up that way, they sort of lead you into thinking a certain way about their cast and like who, and, you know, who is going to die. There's the person that talks too much. There's the, the couple that want to go off and have sex. You know, like there's just these cookie cutter characters that are a lot of these movies that don't necessarily play into this one. I thought it was cool. I love the idea of what is it's this curse. I'm not going to get too much into the plot because this is a brand new movie. And I, again, I think you should watch it, but there's a curse on this town and the way that they, they bring all of these stories together over the course of time and how I think it's all going to play into the sequels is pretty cool. And I love that they chose to, instead of just making this movie and then dropping fear street part two in like 2022. And then, you know, at the end of 22, we'll get part three. It's just like, Nope, week after week, you're going to get it. So it's this rapid fire horror sequel. And I think it's fantastic. Um, again, way better than I expected it to be. And I recommend everyone watch this one. Totally agree. Totally. I think, again, this is one of those few uh, <laughs> horror movies that if I say the wrong thing, it gives something away yeah. that I think is a really fun, like that makes this uh, a possible, like you said, a beast of a like sequel after sequel, yeah. dude. Uh -huh. This can just keep going. And so I will give this movie a solid. Ooh. I don't want I don't, don't go too crazy, Steve. I'm not gonna go too crazy, dog. You know what? Right, I will give it a three out of five nerdy brothers. All right. <laughs> hey man, he liked Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob Zombie. Um yeah, just again, a, a bit of a spin on the characters, would you not say? Like they Absolutely. they sort of shuffled the cards up a little bit with this one. And, and the people that you think are gonna be a certain way, they aren't necessarily that way. Uh, I'm with you, man. I think it's super entertaining. I will give this movie three. I might actually raise my rating depending on what happens by the time we get to Fear Street Part 3. But starting off right now, I'm going to go ahead and give it a very solid 3 out of 5. No, you know what? Because it's for a, it's for a different crowd. It's, for more, it's more accessible, I guess you could say. So I'm going to go a little bit higher. I will go 3.5 out of 5 sandwich-size sliced humans. 
<laughs> That's a really good freaking yeah. rating, dude. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah, good. I really enjoyed good. Fear Street Part One, guys. Check it out. If I haven't uh, got that, you know, into your head, check this one out. I, I give it a fairly high rating. I will probably watch this again just because of the sequels. Done deal. What else you got? Well, sir, now it's kind of up to you. There's there's a movie that came out on Prime that we can talk about, and there's also another one that came out on VOD. What would you like to start with? That way, I kind of know where you're where you're headed. Let's go Prime. Okay, I had a feeling. All right, so what we're talking about is the movie that just dropped. I believe it was on Thursday night, starring Chris Pratt. It's got it's actually got a pretty decent cast. It is called The Tomorrow War. A family man is drafted to fight in a future war where the fate of humanity relies on his ability to confront the past. Directed by Chris McKay, uh, written by Zach Dean, stars Chris Pratt, Yvonne Strakowski, and J.K. Simmons. Also, someone that needs to be mentioned in this one is a guy by the name of Sam Richardson, who plays Charlie. Oh, dude, in he's a star. We're going to be talking about freak. Sam Richardson again in just a bit. Yes. Uh, I yes. Re- I've never heard of Sam Richardson before. I think he is an instant star. Just, I'm just going to go with that. Star. This dude is a fucking star. I love this guy. And we'll get to I can watch him. I realized today and yesterday that I'm like, oh, turns out I can just watch him. Yeah. I want to see this dude doing his own movies. I want him to be the star oh, of his own movie. But before dude. we really start, you know, yes. blowing this guy, let's talk about the cast a little bit more. Because also I said J.K. Simmons. There's also Betty Gilpin, who doesn't have a big part in the movie, but she's in it. Okay, let's let's go ahead and get into it, man. Um, you <laughs> are you give this time is you. I, first. That's what I was gonna say. I, you did the last one, so <laughs> okay. With Chris Pratt, I have never really had a. I have, I have to sometimes take out my personal feelings for Chris Pratt and just understand that when I go see a Chris Pratt movie, I'm sort of looking for something specific. Uh, mm-hmm. Star Lord would be one of those things. I mean, if I'm watching him do Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec, you know, there's a certain Chris Pratt thing that he does, but he also has this flip side where he is not, a, in my opinion, not a bad action star. You know, he's already kind of proven it with, with Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff, but when you got that little Marvel veil over you, anything's possible. On his own, and I'm not, ex- I'm excluding the Jurassic World movies only because I'm not a big Jurassic World person, so yeah, I can't really judge his performance in that. But from everything else that I've seen, I, I do like Chris Pratt as far as his performance goes. And I think that he does a really good job in this one, man. I think that um, this movie, I heard a lot of people bashing this one. And they were saying, ah, oh, it's boring and it's got weak writing. And yes, there are these movies that that come across that they come across as kind of like poorly written. And, you know, maybe they just phoned it in or whatever. I don't feel that's the case with this movie. And there are certain things that I'm also very forgiving on where there's like little plot holes or the science doesn't add, you know, cause he, as you know, Steve, I'm a very bright scientist. So I have all these things, quantum <laughs> physics and time travel and all that stuff just figured out. So I don't like when they fuck that up, but in all seriousness, there's just certain things that my brain will turn off because I want to accept the, the big picture of what they're trying to give us, give us, you know? And that's what I did with this movie. I didn't, I didn't really go into it with any type of, um, you know, preconceptions about it or, or anything. I just thought, I just thought I'm going to watch it because it's a Chris Pratt movie. And then I get pleasantly surprised again by Sam Richardson and a, and a, and a number of other people. So I'm kind of babbling, but I'm going to tell you that I, I very much enjoyed this movie. I, again, I think this movie is better than people are giving it credit for. It reminds me it's, you know what it is? It's falling into a category for me personally, that much like the movie Greenland 
it's kind of like the modern version of the 90s disaster movies, Independence Day, uh, uh, let's say 2012, things like that. Um, it's it's not necessarily a disaster movie, but it's got that alien invasion stuff to it. And in fact, I think the aliens are awesome, too. I think that the concept of the aliens and the way that they kill is pretty freaking interesting, man. And J.K. Simmons really can do no wrong. The only thing I if I was going to critique one thing about this movie, I would say you need to put more J.K. Simmons in it because you always need to do that anyway. He's just of course. He's just that good. But yeah, I enjoyed the story. Uh, there were some things where I've kind of like, OK, you guys are trying hard just to fill the gaps. But I, I'm for some reason very forgiving on this movie. I found it super interesting. I thought the action was good. I didn't think there was any bad acting in it. And um, it looked good, like the cinematography of it was good. So I'll just start there. Um, do you want me to rate it now or after? Give it a rating, yes. I'm going to go ahead and give The Tomorrow War a 3.5 out of 5 mm. J.K. Simmons biceps. Surprising, right? wasn't it? Dude's got some biceps on him, man. He's a, dude, dude tried to get yoked out yeah, real quick. Yeah, he's in shape, man. No, he was, he's been in shape, though, because have you seen Whiplash? That's true. He was in shape yeah. for that, too. He's a hippo He looked dude, different man. in this one, though. Yeah, it's that beard. Uh, I will say this, Chris Pratt. Yeah, you already know my whole thing. He's like super, you know, you know, believes in certain weirdness. And what are you going to do? Because there's a lot of stars that believe in super weirdness, too. But uh, a lot of times he annoys me because I only think he has one gear. I think he is just dude from um, Parks and Rec in different situations. He lost weight. He's Star Lord. He's still dude from uh, he's he's dude from Parks and Rec as Star Lord. That's why they got him because they're like, oh, that's Kim. He hasn't done anything that just blows my mind. However, if you pick the right part for him, it's perfect. And I think this was it. This I will say this. I'm about to go overboard. <laughs> I think. He's more suited to this movie than Guardians of the Galaxy. I liked him better in this movie than in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. The way he was, you know, the army guy, I'm like, that's who you look like. That seems like when he said ex-military, I was like, you know what? He looks like that. That's what he looks like to me. Ex-military guy. I think that he's really good in these sci-fi, you know, uh, movies, mind you, I like Guardians of the Galaxy, but I just think his funniness plays him well in Guardians of the Galaxy. This is one of those where he didn't, he relied on some funniness, but he was just legit, just. He proved he can act. He proved, exactly. Well, I mean, he, he's he already can, proven he, that, but I mean, like, he, he can go serious too. Exactly. No, and, and, and the thing is, here's the thing. This is more up, as you know, this is more up my alley than Guardians is. This sort of thing is way more me than so I liked I'm like oh which makes me hope that maybe he's going the Krasinski way where he's like you know what I want to cut because he produced it maybe he's like I want to do more of this thing because it was this was borderline horror movie yeah borderline I'll take that yeah and because there was sci-fi elements but some of the stuff I was like oh that's a horror movie what they're doing especially when they showed this sort of things defense mechanism yeah i was like holy hey, come crap. on that, that was pretty dope right that was amazing because i was like yeah that makes sense that ma-, and then when they explained like they didn't explain some of the stuff you just can't because for me i find if if you know when they're like oh it's just unbelievable 
in order for me to get the whole, oh, that's just unbelievable, it has to stand out in a movie where aliens crash and eat humans. That's going to be hard to stand out. Something that's unbelievable in that situation, it has to be way unbelievable because I'm already letting a lot of things through. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But what they did that was so smart is how they explained how the things ended up here. That was groovy. So check this out. That's one of the things that I will say. I don't know if I should say it or not. That's one of the things where it's like, Gail and I were watching this movie, right? And I rarely do this. But her and I were like in sync as we're watching this movie. And we called the end pretty much right when you think we would. If you know, if you've seen the movie, we knew exactly what was going to happen when a certain person showed up in the movie for a quick second. Because the way that they talked about it. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. So that that was weird. Like I just there was a few little predictions. That part I was like, boy, that was a stretch. I, I just go, oh, this is what's gonna happen now. You know, and Sure as shit. That's what happened. But it's, they it still totally. played it off, though. And they still pulled, you know, they they pulled it off. They actually did a very good job with it. Um, they left it. I wouldn't say they left it open, but they answered the mystery of where these people, where these aliens came from and kind of why very well. Absolutely. They didn't really leave anything like, oh, but because something else, there's like a third part to the equation there that they don't really touch on. But you don't really need Bingo, to. Bingo, because they're like, because we know, okay. They have now said that there may be another something. Right. As in like, oh, this wasn't. Okay. So we're both on the same. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh, snap. You know, maybe I thought it was so smart. And I I even love the ending. I already knew this was coming. Mind you, no question. I still love J.K. Simmons in the role. Him taking charge, being like, yeah, you're in charge. And then he take, I thought it was fun. Again, there's a part where I just knew someone was going to die and they totally subverted it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're not going to do that thing. <laughs> we're not going to, we're not going to do that because we're going to, we're, we're not, it's, it's no, we're going to, we're going to. And I think again, I think that this is more up my alley. There was not a second in this movie. That I was bored. Yeah, me too, man. It's what I'm saying. This movie's pretty damn good. Let's. It's good, let's dude. It's it. legit good. This is a damn good. good movie. If you take something, I forgot who it was. I think it was it Forrest. Might have been Forrest that said it. And if it's not, I'm sorry. But someone was like, well, you know, um, coming off of. Oh, no, no. It was uh, Templeman. He was just talking about how it was like way better than. Um, what the hell was that movie? I keep forgetting the name of it. The one with uh, Michael B. Jordan that we just watched. Oh, Cree too. No. The, oh, oh, without, without remorse. remorse. He was saying, yeah, way better than that. See, Amazon, they, they have a very kind of, their, their movies are usually pretty good anyway, but they do have that varying degree of like, oh shit, that's a way better movie. Like, yeah, like they do, it, they, they have, have some, so much money. Yes. It's going to at least look good. They put out some seriously good original content when they, when yes. they want to, and they have the means to do so. And this movie, I would have much rather seen on a big screen. I think that this oh, movie. Oh, I would have loved it. This movie is, um. Our answer, in my opinion, I'm not saying it's better or anything like that, but it is our answer to an Independence Day like movie, you know, and, and they put it out on Independence Day weekend, which is it just has that feel to it, you know, but totally um, I always look back at Independence Day fondly because I just remember this really good time when Gail and I oh, were dating dude. and we watched the movie and we were like swimming all weekend and stuff. And I don't know why it has nothing to do with it, but I think fondly of this weekend as far as movies go. And this one Absolutely. did not disappoint like it is. It should be in the theater. It's just so much better than people are giving it credit for. And yeah, check this one out. It's really fucking good. I, I really, I thought it was, there's a part where 
a lot of some things are coming and the scope of it was just like, oh my God. Because what they do is they show what individually things can do. And so when you see a bunch of them, you're like, oh my Lord. (laughs) So yeah, I will give this movie an easy, easy. Oh man, that's high. (laughs) What did I give it? I gave it a 3.5. Is that what I gave it? Or did I give it I 3.75? 3.75. Yeah, that's okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. I'll give it an easy 3.25 out of five. Um, ooh, uh, terrible time jumps. Oh, man. Okay. That was brutal, right. Let's talk about that real quick. Because <laughs> the, the very, like, the very first scene... I'm already like, oh, this is bullshit, you know, because <laughs> of the way yes. people are. I'll just say people are falling. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. And I'm thinking, man, come on. Like, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But when Chris Pratt does his fall, you're like, yeah, come yeah. on. And then they don't really go. They don't show anything else around. I'm like, come on, man. People aren't that lucky. They're like, don't worry, Dan. We got you. <laughs> We're going to come don't back to this in just a few trip. minutes and show you how lucky, as you say, these people really are. So they, they they gave me that closure I needed on that part. Like, there's just certain things where it's like, I get it. It's a time travel movie. There are aliens. There's this and that. It's all far-fetched. All of it is just fictitious. But sometimes you got to call bullshit. And I never really felt the need to do that in this movie. And like you said, no, never bored. I was legit. There is a part that I swear a million people are going to be like, we already knew that, that I was blown away. I said, what? (laughs) And then it was like, oh, that, oh yeah, that's great. Like I was blown away as much as whatever other person on screen was. I was just flabbergasted. And I was like, I'm in. Give me a hint. I'm in, ladies and gentlemen. What's the hint? Where, where, what are you talking about? What part? Pause. Who are you talking about? Okay, I I wanted to pause because I wanted to see like what he was talking about. I will respond to that in saying that I kind of knew that's where they were going. But again, totally, I I don't hold any fault to that at all. No, it really played well into the story. And I know that some people were kind of bagging on that, too, about uh, it's lazy writing and the, the way that they they finished the story. You only have so much time. And this movie was like, was it like almost two and a half hours long? It was long, dude. It didn't but feel I like didn't it. feel yeah, it. It didn't it feel did not like feel it. at it at all. And I love the fact that when a certain person describes what his life looked like, when I go back to the beginning of the movie, that's who he was. It was already good. And this was a great movie about how um, you're always, oh, you know what? Once this happened, I'll be happy. Once this happens, I'll be happy. And for someone to be like, um, interesting news, you never will be. I was like, oh, this is, but maybe I look too deep. <laughs> but I think that's what they set it up as. We're like, yeah, because yeah, once I get this thing, I'll be fine. Yeah. Once I do this, it'll be fine. And she's like, you just never were. I thought it was good. I'll get it again. 3.5 out of five terrible time jumps. However, 2.5, right? 3.25. I said 3.3.25. Okay, yeah. okay. Hey, real quick. But what gotta I gotta give props, dude, to Edwin Hodge, who plays Dorian in this movie. Oh, dude. Because it's just, that's the dude you want on your team. No question, like, G. If I was Chris Pratt or, or or Dan Forrester in this movie, I'd be like, oh, thank God this dude's here. Thank you so much. Because this dude was a G. He and carries it. He does so much. He really and, does. Uh, he's like the uh, the unsung hero of this movie, even though he's doing a bunch of badass shit. But before we move along, I, I don't like 
this person didn't really do that much in this movie. And I think that that's testament to how good he actually is getting back to Sam Richardson. Oh, geez. Jesus Christ. I've never heard of this guy. And he is fucking brilliant. I know he's I've, from, yeah. I've come to learn that he's a writer, comedy writer. Yeah. And he was on, um, what he's was on Veep. Movie? Yo, he was so good. On I didn't Veep, watch yeah. Veep. And he was also on oh, Where the Millers as well. So I got to go back and, and he played the TSA agent in that. If you're, if you're familiar with that movie, I've seen it, but I don't remember the part. So good. But uh, he's like one of my favorites now, man. He just needs to have his, I think it's coming. He will get his own movie. And oh, dude, this is his weekend. In a way he kind of did actually. Yeah. He, he did have a very fantastic weekend. I think he's happy. Oh, I'm sure he's sitting there yeah. very content. No, also that pool was not deep enough for that to happen. Dude is falling towards the <laughs> cement and then just suddenly goes whoop and <laughs> that's all into like a pool that's eight feet deep i was like come on guys but oh, other than that i was like whatever but i will say the the funniest part for me for say and this is not a spoiler there's a part where sam richardson starts stuttering yeah. and it goes on for just long <laughs> enough where i'm just like did they were they really gonna put that in the movie or were they just like we can't cut this that was hilarious. Dude sounds like me on a busy editing day. He was going, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was so freaking good. So yeah, check out Warp tomorrow. I really enjoyed it. And that means that's from someone who gets annoyed by Chris Pratt. This was a good movie. I had a feeling you would like it. I didn't want to know until today, but I'm like, yeah, he liked this one. I just know it was he a did. good movie, dude. It was you good. call bullshit when necessary, and there was no reason to call it on this one. Oh, and the gore, perfect, right up my alley. Oh, yeah. Ooh, and the queen. Anyway, we'll for let sure, it go. the queen was dope too. <laughs> oh my god, she was freaking amazing. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's cap this up here, man. Werewolves Within. This movie is playing started this week, and it's playing in theaters somewhere. I wish I knew where. And it's also on VOD, which is good for you people because it's oh. it's a pretty cheap movie. I think what was it six ninety nine. Yeah, six ninety nine. Yeah. We got on a uh, Apple TV six ninety nine. You can rent this movie. I would pay ten ninety nine for this one. I mean, I'm giving you a spoiler. Whoa. Let's go with this here. Werewolves Within. I saw a trailer for this movie probably, I don't know, a month or two ago. And then I kind of forgot about it, even though I remember going, man, this looks good. Like, this just looks like it's going to be, A, it's it's like a comedy, but it's also a horror movie. It's a feature adaptation of a video game. Did you know that, Steve? I did. I have the video game. I play do it. Do you really? Oh, okay. I do. Is it worth yeah. playing? Very fun. It's one of those where, like, Hey, um, this just happened. What do you want to do? Do you want to go into this room or do you want to do the? And it changes the game as you're going. This movie is super fun. This I'm not. I can't compare the two, but for some reason, and I don't know if anyone's going to agree with me on this. I was getting like knives out vibes on this movie. Absolutely no question. Right? Also, your next. Yes, I was getting your next vibe for sure. Too. Yeah, and it's also this could be a play. The way that it's... Uh, oh, it's dude, the, I would watch this for play. For sure, yeah. This movie... I'm just going to tell you, folks. Spoilers. This movie fucking rules. I love... So it really I does. Love it really does. So much, man. Uh, again, it's so good. Yeah, again, we're talking about Sam Richardson, who plays Finn Wheeler in this movie, who is a ranger, a park ranger, that is brought to this town... Because there's a and, and there's also some little political things that are going on in this one that made me. Chuckle. Oh, it's so smart! Really made me chuckle. Little things they do. I'm like, oh, I know who that couple exactly, is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so to kind of put it into perspective, there's a pipeline that is being built oh, through so this good. town, and and uh, and Finn Wheeler, played by Sam Richardson, is brought in to oversee what's going on. There's a there's a. I don't know if he's the CEO, but he's the guy that's like, you know, spearheading this whole thing. And he's there trying to talk people into selling their property so they can build this thing with no trouble. And there's just this amazing cast of characters in this little town. Uh, one of them 
is Milana, I think it's Weintraub. I've always known her. Oh, yes. Okay, I love her, first of all. I'm just going to tell love you. Love her. G. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, hold on, what was I saying? I forgot about her. She's the AT&T. She's growing. And, uh, T-Mobile, I think. No, it's AT&T. Is she AT&T? AT&T. I thought she was T-Mobile this whole time. No, AT&T. She's good, dude. Yeah, she is, sir. And a great stand-up. Yeah. Oh, really? I can see that, yeah. actually. She seems like she... like. You know she has comedic timing when you watch this movie. No. It's just on display. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you this, folks. I think I'm going to buy this movie. I might too. I think I'm going to... This one is going to be one that I come back to. Um, It's so charming. The characters are fantastic. It's it's funny. Like, I laughed a lot in this movie. And it's, it's not really set up to... I mean, I guess it is a comedy. Like I said, it's like a play... But there's some horrific shit going on in this one, man. Oh, for sure, dude. And like I said, I gave reference to Knives Out. It's a total mystery. It's a whodunit. Uh, it's a cast of people that are in a very... Like, there's not very many um, sets to this movie. There's not a no. lot of external shots in this one. There are some external shots, but most of this is shot in, indoors on like one of three different sets, I think. And they utilize every square foot of these of these sets. They do it beautifully. Um the comedy is just, it's so on point. And like I said, um, Sam Richardson and freaking oh, Milana Weintraub, they play so well off of each other. Like, I would Super love to stars. see them do more movies together. They're that good. They were that, it was just, no, nope, finish up, go ahead. Um, well, I mean, you know, we can we can talk about some things, but I, I will just say, I, I think I'm going to give this one, whew, I'm going to give this one a 4.25 out of five dog collars. Let me tell you something about this movie, ladies and gentlemen. This might be my favorite movie this year so far. It is one of the funnest movies I've seen this year. 100%. I was, I absolutely, I'm talking about every time a scene was happening, I smiled at some point. I'm upgrading to 4.5, by the way. It's so, there's a part where the girl's just saying language in the background. And people are like, language? language and i'm just like i'm laughing at that <laughs> i think that's funny and then joaquin with an m yeah. for like why because we're laughing at it that's why this is made for a specific group of people that are gonna find this movie freaking madly uh maddingly uh, uh hilarious and then um there's there's little things like uh how sam richardson reacts to people talking his like his like mannerisms, I just I can't get enough of it, dude. His 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 weird reactions. I just said I can watch this guy do anything, and there is legit a point in this movie where I did not know who was the bad person. Yeah, that's what I told Gail because she really liked it too, and I'm like, because she's really really good about figuring out the movies, almost to a point where yeah. it's like, don't stop, will you? Because I want to figure this out for myself. But she was just like, I'm not sure. I thought I knew. Yeah, who knows? I thought I knew for a second. And then like But then there's a part where everyone kind of was like, "Oh, everyone's nuts." So. Yeah. Yeah. I think anyone could be it, bro, even that couple, the trailer couple. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could have watched them. They were great. They cracked me up. They were I mean, <laughs> there's a couple lines that that dude says and I just dude, had me in tears. It's so funny. I I was like, "That dude definitely has rap music." No question. Randomly has every NWA album in his <laughs> <laughs> he was so funny, dude. So was Har- and then I'm sorry, I was Go gonna ahead. say so is Harvey Guillen, who is the uh he plays Guillermo in what we do in dude. the shadows. 
Oh, the gay couple. I didn't know that that was him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's awesome in this. Oh, he's amazing in this. <laughs> Everyone is. There's not Joaquin. There is not one bad player in this entire cast. Not a sing dude. Not a single freaking. I mean, and normally I know what's going to happen at the end of a movie. This one surprised me, and then afterwards I said I should have known that was the person that whatever whatever. Because there was a point in this movie where I thought they were going to pull a shenanigan, which I would have been fine with. Where kind of like we're all monsters. I was like, oh well, that I'm fine with that. I'm I'm totally cool with that. I'm good with that. They just they just they wound this cool tale, and every character in the tale is just like they look like the person they're playing. They look like them. I'm like, yep, that's that's them. And I could I love how when he's getting introduced to everyone, we're also getting introduced to everyone. So that they don't have to do anything else. They're like, let me just, here's a reason for this guy to get introduced so that we don't have to do any exposition. Here is everyone in town you need to know. And I'm like, I love this movie. Within four minutes, I know everybody. Yep. We're good. And then I love how he's he's listening to us. There's a part where what he's listening to on the radio on the way into town. I know people that listen to those tapes. I know people who listen to those tapes. And... Like they do the whole breathing through your balls thing. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny because uh, it's just, I can't even say, I don't want you guys to be spoiled. Yeah. What I'm going to do, I'm about to go overboard, people. I am about to go on now. a little bit overboard and give this movie a 4.5 out of 5 ruined generators. Yeah, man. 4 I had to upgrade cuz it's it really is that good. I've seen some pretty damn good movies this year and I'm sort of infamous for being like, "Oh, this is one of the best movies I've seen this year" just because it's like the newest one I've watched, but then I'll go back and I might change my mind. Werewolves Within is just fun as hell. It is so just it's just so smartly written and this cast is lovable. Love them or hate them, you still love them. I mean, it's just this. Absolutely. They're fantastic. And it's like in that vein, like I said, it's in the vein of like, say, you know, Reservoir Dogs or, um, oh God, what was the other one that we just watched that was the, with um, Aya Cash? It's a play movie. This movie could be a- Oh, Scary Story. Not Scary You know stories. the one I'm talking about. Yes, Can, Scared. I forgot. I know. It's, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. It's a bad reference for me on my part. I'm My bad. There you go. Like I'm bringing it back around mm. again. See what I did there? Nice call Thank back. you very much. But uh, yeah, it's just a- I don't want to call it a perfect movie, but it is the funnest movie that I've seen recently. And when it comes time to like choose top 10, I have oh, a feeling dude. there's no question that this movie will be in it. It is fantastic. No. Werewolves within it. It is this hidden gem that it, you, it's a kind of like a blink and you miss it kind of movie. If you're not someone that is, you know, actively looking for movies to rent, uh, you know, on VOD, or maybe you're lucky enough to, have this in your town and you might pass by the marquee and be like, I don't know what that is. But if you like werewolves, you're going to go check it out, right? This is just one that you're going to find yourself pleasantly surprised way more than you were expecting. And you're just going to have a smile on your face the entire time. That fucking good. Great. Oh, great no movie. question. Too. And, and the funny part is like um, when you, there's a part in this movie with, here's when I knew it was going to be smart. There's a thing. This girl, this guy is like, uh, um, this guy says, um, never the left. And he said, I like you already. And they both were like, did not mean it like that. I said, Oh, oh this yeah. movie's going to be, <laughs> this movie is going to be, because it was such a throwaway line that if you caught it, you caught it. But if you didn't, you're like, whatever, bro, 
when that throwaway line happened, I said, this movie is going to be smart as hell. And without getting into that couple, because I just think that if you um, if you're paying attention, there's so many little jokes that there's jokes that you're going to miss. Like if I watch this movie again, I'm going to catch. Oh, for sure. Joke. But no question. Did you catch the name of the dog? What was his name? Chachi. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was How like, that's so fucking that? perfect. That is How so perfect. How smart is that, dude? I'm telling you. I, mean, I didn't even put that together. Yeah, I laughed. But you have to go a few levels deep to even understand exactly. what that's. You got to be paying attention. <laughs> and, you know, I imagine that. I don't. I don't imagine anyone in our audience is going to feel this way, but I, I'm sure there's some person out there that's gonna be like, ah, "I'm gonna stop watching this movie right now because of, of this particular couple." Yep, that's what the director wants you to for do. Sure. Fine, Peace fine. Out. See you later. Because <laughs> it's for a specific. And I was wondering why this movie, because we had both seen people being like, "Oh, it's coming," because this is a good. I was like, man, people are really looking forward to this. Where the, a certain crew. A certain circle was really looking forward to this movie. And that circle is like people that normally I like like their movies and what they do. And for this circle to be like, oh, you guys are in for some kind of treat. They were right. They knew what they were watching was special. And I have a feeling this is going to be something where like if someone comes over and I'm like, wait a minute. Have you ever seen Werewolves Within? And they're like, I don't really do horror movies. I'm like, oh, don't trip. This is the movie for you, then. This is the movie for you, because it's not a horror movie. It's a fantastic movie that happens to have a root in horror. You're going to love it. I would even put this on before um, You're Next. If they don't do horror, I'm like, oh, that's a little bit too much. This is perfect for them. This perfect. movie is going to fall in, for me, it is a gold standard of a certain type of genre. Like, a, like totally. where it comes to comedy horror. There's been some great ones that we've talked about on this show, but this is definitely top tier. Gold standard. For this sure. Is, but you, they had such beasts in it. Like when you get those people, uh, Michaela, I forgot her last name. Michaela. Ma- the, dang, I forgot her last name. Melena? Uh, no, her name is McKay. Her real name is, Ma- is it Michaela Melena? Oh, Michaela Watkins. Dude, when I saw that she was just a, a support character, I'm like, uh-oh, this is going to be. Like, for her to read this script and be like, I'm in. You know it's about to be a thing. Mm -hmm. It is such... All of these folks that are in this movie brought their A-games. People, if you have a chance. If I would have spent $20 on this movie, I would not be mad right now. I wouldn't be upset. I'd be like, it was expensive, but holy crap. What a good movie that was. So, yes, go watch it. Absolutely. It gets the Heroes of Norris coins. Heroes of Norris uh, uh, cosine for sure. No, question. absolutely, man. And I would dare. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say it was pick of the week too. Oh, for sure. We've seen some good shit this weekend for sure. But oh, for sure. This for me was my. I mean, well, I have to say that uh, Tomorrow War and this one were my highlights for. Sure. Oh no, qu- this one. That's what I'm saying. It was a good weekend, yes. and it still stood out. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. And I've had three days good. off. It just really doesn't get any better than this, folks. I'm happy. Maybe that's why. Maybe I'm being nicer because I've had some time to rest. Just kidding. Check this movie out. It is phenomenal. You're working tomorrow, aren't I you? I am. Yeah. Oh, I got to go back sometime. <laughs> oh, but you're getting double time. Nope. 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 I talked to someone about that. I think you should. Anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so, so, dude, this was a great show. What a fantastic show today. I'm glad we did it, Steve. And it's the 4th of July. You know, we did, you know what we didn't do this year? Maybe it's because we're trying to be nicer people. We didn't go off on the firework users this year. 
I feel like we left something out, but I'm going to leave it there. They're Satan. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. In a word, y'all are Satan. They are Satan, dude. Like, I, last night, I became 40, how old I am, 40, what am I, 43 or 42? Anyway. I believe I became you're 42, even, but see, that just means you're in your 40s because you're forgetting. <laughs> I forgot! <laughs> but I, I became 42 where I was just like, yeah, these people are, like, out of nowhere, Dan, one in the morning. Yeah. You hear a poof. I'm like, oh, that wasn't that loud. And then it gets to the sky. Pow! I'm like, of course. Why not, huh? No one has pets or anything. Idiots. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. You know, anyway. we finally found the right medication for my dog. So we gave her, because, you know, they start early in this neighborhood. So we gave her a pill last night and she was like, just gone. She was cool, man. She was like, totally fine with it. Just bring on the booms. So listen, it doesn't really matter what my dog did. Just take care of your pets. Don't leave your gates Seriously, open. Dude. Tonight's crazy. Listen, I do like fireworks. I do like to watch the explosions in the sky and stuff like that. But if you live in a neighborhood like mine, it shit just gets ridiculous after a certain point. Too many mortars. Maybe it's because we live in California and all this shit's illegal, but it's insane. So just take care of your pets. Don't blow yes. your hands off. You know, don't oh, do that Jesus. kind of stuff. I don't mean to be the old guy, but I guess what? I'm the old guy. I- I'm a little uh, on the fence about Fourth of July these days. Um, well, I'm sure you've seen some injuries from 4th of July. Uh, nothing too crazy because it would all go to a trauma center. Oh, that's true. Yeah. They see the wonderful fingers. When fingers off, are gone, they? it goes to the trauma center. Gee, it, and here's what, I, here's what I'd watch. I am so bad at uh, firework users that I would watch a movie where all the animals, all of a sudden, like something happens where um, uh, some sort of mist comes down and it turns them into super massive man-eating beast and they only go out and kill on fourth of july the people using fireworks. if they smell sulfur they roam the street oh it would be perfect yeah, smell the i'd be like yes <laughs> oh it'd be the best thing ever because i am tired of fireworks. it's the dumbest it's just stupid i got there's no point no, i'll be honest with you i enjoy looking at them but now that my dog has taken to almost having a damn heart attack every single time this happens and then it goes on throughout the week of the fourth. Yes, dude. Much, man. But I mean, maybe that just makes us sound old. I know people. I know some people are just into your fireworks, and believe me, I get it. But in my case, get off my I just, lawn. I just can't do it anymore. Get off my fucking lawn. Get off my freaking lawn. That's <laughs> gonna be my new thing. But anyway, I love you guys. The next voice you're gonna hear is Dan the Man. Please be careful. If you're using fireworks, just really consider if you lose a hand, will you look back on that firework and say if, that it was worth it? If not, don't do it. Love y'all. Peace. That would have been a really good rating too, man, is uh, four out of five lost hands. Oh, 4.5 out of five lost hands. That was a, gru- that was a gruesome that was scene, awesome. It looked pretty good. <laughs> I <like that. laughs> was impressed. All right, people. Happy 4th of July. Maybe you'll get this on the 5th. I'm going to try to get it to you on the 4th, okay? Because, you know, I'm just sitting around doing nothing, eating pulled pork and shit. We love you. We are the Heroes of Noise. My name is Dan Ramirez. That is Steve Hudson. Y'all be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace.